Welcome to the first episode of ML Backstage. My name is Mars Luna. And I'm Ethan. And we're introducing this podcast straight from the sixth dimension. This is a music commentary podcast hosted by my favorite Earthlings, Holokiki Tovez, Kainalu Kamai, oh, and Joshua Luna too. Today they're going to go over the backstory of my very first EP, Genesis, because I am special. Ain't that right, Ethan? Boy, absolutely not. Ah, oh well. Let's get this party started, shall we? Now back to planet Earth we go! Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the first episode of the ML Backstage Podcast. I am Joshua Luna. Here with my best friends, Holo Kaiki Tovez and Kainalu Kamai. I guess I'll start doing a little introduction. I consider myself a sonic storyteller, a paradoxical human. I sing, I songwrite, I tell stories, and I'm I'm pretty much uh, situated here in Las Vegas right now. Uh, living the life and it's not really that lit out here, but I just wanted to um, preface this by saying that uh, the reason behind this podcast before I get to Polo and Kainalu is to uh, kind of break down the fourth wall of my moniker or stage name, Mars Luna. Does he deserve a podcast all to himself? Hell no, he does not. But (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But my hope and goal is as I tell y'all and we tell y'all more about Mars Luna, you can check him out on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Is that you all get an understanding of who Mars Luna is and what he's all about and what we're all about and how we're all connected to this uh, singular story and purpose. So I write all the Mars Luna songs. I sing all the Mars Luna songs. Basically, I am him. <laughs> so um, I'll tell you all the stories later. And that's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to open the floor up to whoever's next. So who is next? Go, go, go. go. <laughs> oh, no, you're talking. So I guess you're next. <laughs> I guess so. Hold up. Uh, or you want me to start? Well, just give a quick intro to people and tell people like who you who you are and like how you how you know me how you know we know each other and etc cetera, etc cetera. make it short as possible <laughs> well I, I wanted to make it mine short but i went a little longer than i wanted to so you're like you're the main guy <laughs> she, she's all right <laughs> okay. go ahead all right hello everybody this is kind of and i'm from oahu where all of us are from and right now where would i start Okay, well, I could say I'm a business owner of a photography business and a clothing store business. Currently in the Hawaii Army National Guard, been in for nine years now. First deployment back in 2019, 2020. Now I'm back home just trying to make ends meet living here, especially during these crazy times. And also running a store. That's a, yeah, that's about it. As far as knowing Josh and Holo, I've known them ever since high school. So that's kind of like from day one. That's, oh, that's way back. That was really way back. 
I'm minus of how old we are, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's say we all graduated the same high school from Milani High School, 2011. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it for now. I mean, we'll talk about more stuff later on. Better than mine. Go ahead, Holo. What you got? What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Holo Kahiki Tobiz. I'm friends with Mars Luna, Joshua Luna, on um, Kainalu Kamai since I would say like 20. Oh, I would, I would say what? 2010. For 20, with 2010. With, with me and you, 2010. Hmm. Y'all, so yeah, prob- 20... y'all probably before that, I think, right? Probably. Probably, yeah. So almost about like 12 years have you been friends so just a little background from um from myself i'm also here on oahu i am a part of a Tahitian dance and drumming school called headed tamanui i myself drum and also dance when i need to well mainly i drum um, my hobbies are doing photography mostly i the uh, second half of um, Mars Luna's um, photographer. Also, we have a Kainalu who is who does photography as well for Mars Luna. Yeah, the way that we was brought together, I think, it was the just being very creative, and we had these two these two guys who are musically inclined, and then you have myself who doesn't know how to play any Hawaiian instrument. <laughs> but it, it's the creativity that kept us together is um, real fascinating. And after all these years, I have to, I have to only honestly say, working on the music videos and working on the photography and also Kainalu being the video, working on the videography, it's still a creative space for us to come together. And I think that's what binds us, our friendship. So I'm just happy that, um, that we got this podcast going. I'm very excited to see what's going to happen and what is going to be explained. I'm kind of getting excited already. Knowing <laughs> all these stories that we'll yeah. be talking about. Uh, Everything that is not talked about in the music video what's not seen it's gonna be talked about right now and the future episodes so yes, hopefully you guys can ride it along with us and <laughs> find out some interesting things that went down oh i think that's no, i think that's a perfect segue to what to what we're going to talk about today because like these guys said i've known these guys ever since i was in high school we've known each other for a really, really long time. And and like what they said, we've kind of known each other based on our own creativities. And that's kind of like how our friendships were established. But with the three of us, it's become an instance where our friendship blossomed more after we graduated, as opposed to like, you know, we hit our peak in high school and then we kind of just fell off after that. And it, that was not the case with us. So um I remember hitting these guys up, you know, when I, when I started letting them know that I was starting to really pursue music seriously. And I decided to like really experiment and try that out. 
these two guys were the first guys that I went to. Like they were the first two dudes that I told about like, yo, what do you, what do y'all think about, uh, what do y'all think? Like, I'm, I'm really considering doing this, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, Kainalu and I played music together back in high school <laughs> for a band that we had for a while. It was just like in little local, um, local shows and Aloha Tower and like even our high school that we were, um, uh, we were a part of. And even I would say when I moved to Las Vegas in 2014, I think even then, like our friendship grew even more when I moved, which is odd because normally that stuff never happens. Um, and since the Mars Luna name was mentioned, I'll start off with the events that led up to the Mars Luna creation and like what influenced the name per se. I'll firstly say this, the Mars Luna name originally was not mine. It wasn't really like an idea that I had, like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make music as this stage name. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? But I was playing music for a Christian organization called Young Life at the time. It's basically, for those who are unaware, Young Life is this organization where the gospel and Christianity was preached to high schoolers. And the high schoolers knew at this time, this was around 2015 to 2016 or so. So we're taking this whole conversation back like four or five years. And one of the guys that I went to Young Life, he, he loved my singing and all that stuff. He called me Bruno all the time. And I was like, you know, I was kind of confused by it, but they also knew that I was uh, planning on pursuing music due to circumstances and events that we'll talk about more later on. And um, it was when he called me Bruno, I was like, I was kind of taken aback. But this one statement that he said that uh, resonated with me was remind me to never call you Josh ever again. And it was like, dang, I like my name and everything. But I understood what he where he was coming from, because like my name, Joshua Luna, was just not going to cut it with, uh, you know, the saturated music world that we got going on now. And I needed something to, that kind of stood out. So I was kind of playing around with different names and different combos and stuff like that. And Mars Luna kind of just stuck. So I was like, you know what, let's just run with it. You know what I'm saying? And when I started with the Mars Luna thing and the first Mars Luna EP that I was planning on making, Mars Luna essentially was a diet Bruno Mars. <laughs> and we'll talk about this EP in particular uh, because this is where uh, Mars Luna really started. And uh, I'm going to break down, um, break down the five songs that are on this record. So from top to bottom, it's the song is called How Can I Live Without You, These Damn Feelings, Set Me Free, Lipstick Blues, and Sailboat. Now, like I, I wrote a majority of these songs from... 2013 to 2016 so it was like a couple years after we graduated high school when I started writing some of these songs and I'll give a quick breakdown of of all five of these songs 
because um, there are there are a lot more interesting things to talk about within the, the context of uh, the Genesis EP. So first song is called How Can I Live Without You? And it was like How Can I Live Without You was kind of like the first song that I wrote that that made me confident in my abilities as a songwriter. It was inspired by the phrase, you breathe life into me now surely will never fail. And I kind of wrote the song around that. I made like a demo version that I put out on SoundCloud. And um, and that was like the first song that I ever like truly completed that I liked. And the next song is called These Damn Feelings, uh, which was ironically inspired by, it was inspired by Snapchat. <laughs> that right, kind of. <laughs> I still remember the... Um, so that song was inspired by a snap that Kainal or a drawing that Kainalu sent me on Snapchat with a surfboard, oh no, a wave and a stick figure of you falling off the wave with a surfboard. And as y'all will know now, Kainalu loves to surf. Like his name literally means the water in Hawaiian, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> So yeah, like it, it's fun telling the story of this particular song uh, at shows and stuff like that. When I used to play this song, just tell, just getting the reactions of people when they hear that, hear like the background of like you falling off the wave of the surfboard. I don't even know who the hell you were, um, who you were, you were crushing on at the time. But, but you, <laughs> there's too many. There's too many to count. There's too many to count. But anyway, but yeah, like. That song is that song was like I wrote that in 2016, and now this was like the newest song that was on this particular EP. <laughs> and "Set Me Free," the third song. This song was actually about a relationship, situationship type thing, where the person who I wrote about in this song is actually deceased now. So it's a uh, so it's a little interesting to kind of to kind of write write that joint but that one was a cool song i had people say that they they like that one a lot and it was just kind of like you know it's it's in the title set me free from from all that you are um just kind of like breaking free from a toxic relationship lipstick blues was um was a song that i wrote on new year's day 2014 and lipstick blues was kind of like it's kind of like the after party of like, you know, Hawaii gets lit on uh, New Year's Eve. And I tried to just think about like what happens when everything settles down, you know, and like sometimes like people be doing stuff that they they be doing stuff that they regret or whatever the case may be. And in this instance, lipstick uh, is about a hypothetical one night stand. That's basically what that song is about. And Sailboat sailboat was was a song about it was one of the first songs that i wrote when i moved to vegas i believe and it was about a song about being homesick and missing home and and that song was originally when i recorded it was supposed to be just it was just a piano but it was the first song that i wrote about hawaii and I made a nod to like a sailboat stranded on a Honolulu coastline. 
So that was kind of like my shout out to Hawaii there. And that's like the quick breakdown of all the songs on the Genesis EP available on all platforms. And the name Genesis itself, it originally came about actually in 2012 when I had like a housewarming situation where my mom and I moved into a house and I had like two friends come over. My neighbor and a mutual friend of ours came over and the house was pretty barren at the time. But I would say like, I had this baby picture in my room and one of my friends, his name is Brandon. He, he noticed the picture. It was like the first picture that was taken like when I was first born. So it was just kind of like, uh, it was that ancient. Brandon was like, like this picture, look, it looks like a fire album cover. And I was like, yeah, like if I ever made a record, it would be called Genesis. And he was like, yo, that's tight. You know what I'm saying? And so that name was actually written in stone four years before, <laughs> before the record came out. The next thing I want to talk about leading up to, you know, pictures and stuff like that is the photo shoot, the photo shoot that I had regarding this uh, EP that I did with Holo. You want to give a little background on, uh, on some of the things that happened that day. If you remember, I know this was like five years ago, but just kind of, just kind of bringing some of it back. Um, Shoot, man. I, I remember it. I remember it was dead hot that day. And I think mm-hmm. we both was wearing denim. Yep. So even more so it was hot. Yep. It was in the summer. It was in the summer of 26. Yeah. 2016, I believe. Yeah. So I think the location was in Eva beach. Mm-hmm. And we was trying to figure out, we did a couple rounds around the location because we was looking for parking. Right. Like never ending story. Mm-hmm. But once we parked, we he was walking around to find a specific spot for the trains that that's gonna that we're gonna be using. And also we found a, a specific train that's on the album cover yep. with him and the, the mirror. Yep. Um, but the mirror is another story that we will get yep. into soon. Yep, yep. But first I had Luna. Climb, I remember I had you climb a train, uh, one set, not one set of train, but it's maybe just one out of like four sets of the train. I had, had you climb on it and then there was like benches on. Oh, yeah, yeah. On I the train. Now. I remember, yeah. And this is when I like didn't invest in like a digital camera yet so it was like all shot on iphone it, it, you had, it was like shot on moment and yeah 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 so it, that's when like i would thought like the mobile photography was in yeah but so i just used my phone to take all your the photos that was mm-hmm. like basically the photo shoot yeah but had you sit on the bench at one one part of the the trains and then I had you go between the trains mm-hmm. and I think I had you put your two hands on top of the train yeah and you had your like your denim matching your Canadian tuxedo on oh man I, it, it was just simple like I, was, yeah. I remember you had your hands down and I was like okay something's missing and I was like oh can't you put your hand up 
on this on this side. And I was like, ah, oh, might as well just do him already. Might as well just go and put his, his hand on the other train. <laughs> I, I can and kind of visualize this now, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that this <clears throat> shot is clean. So I, I snapped a couple of that uh, that pose. And prior to this whole going to this location, I believe that I don't know if I, I'm trying to remember correctly, but I believe you went to Ross to look for a mirror. <laughs> and I think because I saw a picture on I think it was on Visco. Like um yeah, Visco okay, meaning yeah, I remember Visco Cam. Visco Cam, yeah, meaning like visual supply company. But I, I found um we, we went to Ross, was looking for a specific mirror that's not like too too extravagant, like real simple. And we found one. And then that's when we took it to the location. And I was trying to set it down somewhere. And I and that's when the wind picked up. And we I remember sending it down by a, a train door. And then I, I was shooting from one angle through to the mirror. And when I look in the mirror, I can see I can see Luna in the back of me. So I'm trying to trying to shoot him inside the mirror without me, me being seen. And the wind wasn't cooperating with us. Oh, no, not I, at all. <laughs> I remember that I was trying to adjust the mirror and it, it wasn't listening to us. It wasn't sitting, sitting still. And then I think, I don't know if I told you to hold it or you was kind of comfortable holding it while well, I had my, my phone in my, my hand. But I think you hold it, you, you went to hold the mirror and then just wind just came through, like just blew the mirror. And yeah, I think you're still holding it on. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just went like below our knees. Yeah. And I think you was just holding on to that mirror as best as you can. Mm-hmm. And then the mirror cracked. Oh, yeah, yep. <laughs> I remember that now. It's all com- It's all coming back to me, bro. <laughs> Oh, that's that joint's all coming back to me. I remember like going back to the time where you you told me to put my hands on the on the train cars. Mm. Boy, my hands was burning. <laughs> it was burning so bad. In addition to the fact that, like you said, we were both wearing denim that day in summer, ninety percent humidity in Hawaii, and it was just like I, I, I mean I know better now, but I mean it's just like you know, it was like one of those instances that we were we weren't like thinking about like all the minute things. It was just more so like, let's just create for the sake of creating. You know what I mean? Like the train thing was my idea because when I was younger, I used to have a fascination with trains. I used to have like the train tracks and all this kind of stuff. Like that was like my jam when I was two or three years old at the time. And the mirror, the mirror idea that I had was kind of like looking into this mirror in a state of reflection and introspection and stuff like that. Cause I'm naturally a pretty introspective person to begin with. So those were kind of like my two general themes and going into this, to the segment where the mirror cracked, I think it was at that moment where I was trying to cooperate with this cracked mirror and we were trying to put it on the edge of one of the train cars and the wind was blistering again. And when I was trying to save the mirror from cracking some more, 
I saved the mirror, but I didn't save my index finger. <laughs> it was bleeding so hard. I was feeling it. Like I could tell the blood was rushing out. Like I was getting more exhausted than normal, but I was like, you know what? Let's just see if the people in the front had a Band-Aid and some water. I was like, that's all I need. And I'm like, after that, I'll be good. We'll continue. All of a sudden, we were able to finish that photo shoot. It was still dead hot. And we were able to able to push through it with a sliced finger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, all I can remember now, now that I'm looking back at this again, Nalu, where were you? Where were you during that time? Wow, that's a good question. I'm not really sure. <laughs> were you in hawaii or you didn't like go anywhere right uh, during probably, that time? probably my other job oh probably oh yeah because you worked at um mm. what's that place you, you you had a security job right at the time uh no it was just like a building maintenance oh yeah that job so probably there maybe that's when you guys the shoot oh maybe I'm, I'm not sure but yeah that time frame was probably about like june july 2016 and I remember going back, going back to Vegas and completing the studio session. Uh, the studio session took two days, two days for it to complete. And it was the only record that I have that everything was done live. Like everything from the vocals, instrumentation and all that stuff. And like that was done live. I remember um, I was playing music at a church at the time. And I remember like asking people, the people that I was playing with, like, yo, I'm, I was thinking, thinking of making an EP to uh, record, like, would y'all be down to help? And like three of them were down to help. And uh, during the studio session, we had, we had a cajon, we had a bass guitar, an electric guitar player, and me. And that was it. That was primarily the session. Shout out to Michael Leary and Jeremy Martin for helping me out with that. Um, you can hear Jeremy's electric guitar and Michael's harmonies and cajon throughout that whole EP. There wasn't really a whole lot to take from the studio session other than the fact that this was the only Mars Luna record that was recorded in like an actual studio, not like a home studio or anything like that. But it was just um, the tiled floor was nice and like just getting into the experience of recording music in an actual studio like it like it was pretty trippy to me knowing that we had like two four hour set time limits for recording the songs and considering we got like five songs done in that time was pretty impressive i think we got some more time on this so i actually want to go into i want to go into the these damn feelings music video that's on youtube i wasn't going to talk about it today but but for the sake of this ep we're going to talk about it so I remember talking to Polo and Kainalu about shooting a video. And mind you, we had no idea what we were doing. And we were operating with no budget. And we still operate with no budget half the time. <laughs> but I've always been a proponent of making the most out of our resources. And these two dudes were down to help out and whatever. And I made Kainalu help me write the song, These Damn Feelings, based off of a song that the second verse, going back. Sorry, I don't mean to backtrack. But the second verse of These Damn Feelings is from a song that Kainalu wrote when we were in high school. And I gave him his credit that way. And he ended up being the main guy in the video. And again, like this is when we were using straight up iMovie, 
Like I had no idea like how to sync anything, nothing. It was just like, you know, we were, we were going to have fun and do it. And the version we used for that video isn't even the version that's on the EP. It was like a demoized ukulele version that we used. <laughs> and like when we recorded the ukulele, it didn't match up for the video. The ukulele is not even in sync at all with the vocals and the video at all. But, you know, people loved it still. Like, I remember sharing it on Facebook and uh, like a lot of my friends were sharing the video. And I, I think part of it is because it was a novelty act, you know, like this was my first ever thing that I did, you know, and it's just like the excitement was built up and it has over a thousand views on YouTube. But going to uh, going back to Kainalu's thing, we had a mutual friend of ours play the girl part for the video and knowing Kainalu's fixation for Asian women. And it was very interesting, like trying to direct everything on the spot. I didn't have like any script planned or anything. It was just basically walk from here to there. And I remember, I remember this dude, like he and our friend Whitney, shout out to Whitney. We we're supposed to be walking along this cliff and we filmed that spinning caves, which, which is basically a cliff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we were walking along this cliff, a beautiful view of the Pacific Ocean and everything. And we were we were supposed to be walking. And for some reason, like Kainalu, this this fool, like um, was walking and then he just jumped off the cliffs while leaving Whitney behind on one of the, one of the scenes we were filming. <laughs> and, and, and then we were and then like things had to pivot afterwards. But yeah, that that whole day was a lot of fun. It was also very hot. It was filmed yeah, in like in like July of 2016. So, Nalo, I want to ask you, how did that feel for you? Like me putting you on the spot like that, and <laughs> and getting used to like new people and well, kind of new people and all that kind of stuff. So, I want to hear what you what you thought about it from your experience. All right. Well. For doing that music video, that's actually the first music video I've done playing in actor and also filming at the same time. So it's it's kind of like, oh, <laughs> but it's actually good fun. It's a lot of a lot of fun, a lot of work. Um, yeah, kind of gives me more experience for things. It also helps me on my my other projects and anything else that I do outside for my stuff. But being an actor, too, is fun. You can just kind of mess around, too. Especially if it's a Mars Luna music video, we always mess around. There's, yeah, <laughs> that's 60%, true. That's true. Sixty percent of the time, it's all, it's all just it's mostly just us goofing around the whole time. That's uh, funny, but I mean, like that's classic. But the main thing that caught my attention wasn't the actual filming of the video itself. It was afterwards. <laughs> it was afterwards. I remember. I think we went to we went to Zippies or something afterwards. We were we were all hanging out. We were hanging out or whatever. I think I don't remember if Whitney rode with us or, or yeah, she brought her, brought her own car. I don't remember, but yeah, I don't remember either. But basically, the three of us met at Zippies afterwards to kind of to kind of celebrate what we did. And Kainalu was talking. He he was talking talking nonstop <laughs> <laughs> and nonstop about you know his experience and like when. Either one of us, particularly Kainalu, is interested in somebody, 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can ramble nonstop about it all day. All day. <laughs> all day. And I remember like Kanalo had so much fun. Polo and I were like, bro, just eat your Korean chicken, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you know, like it, it ended up being better off just friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I remember doing the sorry, I, I remember go doing ahead. the no, shoot. Go ahead. I remember doing the shoot when they would like before they would walk alongside the clip or there was that shot where they were sitting down on the clip yeah. and then we was having like breathing space yeah and i think i was i was handling his um his video rig and then you luna was right beside me and we was whispering to him oh so you're enchantable <laughs> <laughs> that's facts that's absolute facts there ain't no denying that shoot um no I, I think that was also the case i just remember we didn't only film at spitting k's we we shot at another location called cockroach cove mm-hmm. which which is like there's like a little cave heading into the like the viewpoint uh it was like the final scenes of the video and i had snapchat on and i filmed like put some behind the scenes stuff on snapchat <laughs> and uh polo was looking at my phone with all the, like with my <laughs> caption or whatever and whitney was like what's going on and then polo was like talking to me like oh well, like chance or what <laughs> for the continental U- united states or mainland listeners out there like chance means you're getting ready to ask someone out basically and uh that's pretty much like my favorite part of the entire process of that it takes me back to like the days when creating was just all about fun, you know, like not having like any sort of expectations attached to it. And that's kind of like the mind state I'm trying to get back to. The further along, the more jaded you can kind of get with things because your goals are higher, expectations are higher, but it's like going back to these, these days kind of reminds me, you know, dang, like this was so much fun. Things were so much simpler and everything. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like the three of us all feel the same way. You know, the older you get, the more responsibilities and more expectations and all that kind of stuff, which kind of leads actually to the final question that I have, which is, what do you feel like your purpose is in life? And do you feel like you're living that out right now? Oh, wow. We all got to think about this. <laughs> I mentioned earlier that I'm pretty introspective. So I think about stuff like this all the time. I'll let y'all think and I'll, I'll go first. I feel like I'm living out my purpose now. I feel like it's weird because like through music, one of the things I always thought to myself was like, would I have any regret if I didn't do, if I didn't do music or whatever thing I wanted to do? And I feel like music is leading me towards my purpose and it wasn't necessarily the purpose itself. And, um, I don't know if that, I don't know if that makes sense, but now like, like I created this flow chart of what I wanted my life to be like, or what my legacy was and all that stuff. And I feel like now my purpose creatively is to create great stories and music right now is my medium of doing that. Genesis is the first part of this Mars Luna story. And that's what I got for this particular question. I want to know what y'all think about what your purpose is and if you feel like you're living in it right now. 
What do you feel like your purpose is in life? You from the time we graduate until now, mm-hmm. we all experience different things in life. We meet different people. Mm-hmm. You learn different lessons, and you learn more about yourself. So your purpose would change. Down the line, um, depending on the experience that you have, particular particularly to yourself, and also the people you meet down the line, some people that will stay with you, some people that would stay for a certain amount of time, and then they will move on in their life. But from the time we graduate high school, which I think. It's a good time because that's when you actually start your your individual life. Yeah. Until now, I I believe the I feel like the my purpose in life is um, being of service to others mm-hmm. and just being very being that presence that to other people letting them know like if if we was just talking story that it would feel like we've known each other for a very long time or like it can be simple as helping other people or like how Luna said capturing stories and telling their stories and also telling our own story in the background as our life develops. And I feel like I'm now living that purpose because from all the years from high school, graduating high school, you learn more about yourself. You figure out what you want to do in life. You choose your friends wisely you make right choices you make wrong choices there's ups and downs all these these things comprises life and life is giving you all all these tools because we were all called here to do a duty and that's storytelling that's music that is meeting new people uh, telling their stories so it's for for me it's reaching out to other people being in service and telling their stories and having them be heard be recognized that their voice is loud their voice can be heard and it will be felt that was tight dang that was a great answer kind of adding on that a little bit sorry kind of i don't mean to um i don't mean to cut you off there but like going off of what you said like holo making in all these situations that are put into your life are meant to teach you different lessons and the overarching theme like if you're not it's all about making an impact and making a difference no matter what situation you're in i think that's kind of where the purpose comes in you can do life coasting or whatever 
and kind of just going through life and that's fine like that's it's cool but for me I've, I've always been about like figuring out like what what am I living for or like why am I doing what I'm doing type things you know what I'm saying I, I just want to add on to that real quick and making an impact and making a difference is something that's kind of like been resonating with me lately so I appreciated that answer uh Kanala, what about you Oh, wow. Okay. Well, for me, what the question, purpose of life. What is your purpose? And do you feel like you're living that out right now? Well, I could say I'm living it. Am I satisfied with it? A little bit. I wish I could do more, but mm-hmm. only I could do so much right now. But the main thing is I'm still actually on the same plan that I had after high school, which is really rare for some people because things change after high school yeah i believe the whole aspect of everything ties down to me being very artistic and loving art which is now i'm doing photography and everything else related to taking pictures or even drawing painting anything like that i believe that still helped me get through from high school up until now even though i've seen so many changes go through from high school to now it's a lot of changes in between, but mm-hmm. it's weird. That I'm still on the same path. I'm glad I'm actually on the same path and I didn't veer off of anything else. Otherwise I could have gone different routes and who knows, like other alternate universes. I could be somebody else right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you could be in Korea right now. Doing this meeting. This is this world. <laughs> but, but I think well, you're the one of the few people that I actually know that has this established path ever since I've known you. Like you wanted to be in the military. You wanted to, you were always like very creative. I mean, bo- both of you were, I mean, like Polo, I didn't know about your creativity until after high school, but, but yeah, like kind of, I've always known y'all to be creative and using that creativity and artistic abilities for not just for your own fulfillment, but for the greater good of everyone around you. I think that's a good uh, segment to end on. If y'all want to plug anything like your social media, your website, whatever the case may be, let the listeners know like where they can find you and, and all that stuff. So mine is at Luna B Joshua on Instagram and the music page for Mars Luna is at it's Mars Luna. You can find him there. Mars Luna is on Twitter and Facebook at it's Mars Luna as well. And he also has a website at it's Mars that you can subscribe there and find dates and newsletters from me. We yeah, his, his newsletters are pretty good too. So make sure you subscribe to it. <laughs> I don't really see this. <laughs> Nalamon photography. Dang, your handwriting got your handwriting got better. You did. Wait, try pull that up again. Hold on, let me turn this off. Okay. Uh Ooh, and there's the there's the store that. Oh, oh, there we go. Okay, sweet. Oh, nice. So you can you can find Kainalu at Nalumon Photography. It's N A L U M O N photography and fun fact nalumon is actually a name that i gave him back in high school <laughs> and that hasn't that, that hasn't changed yeah he stuck with it hold on what about you oh well you you 
will not find me on Instagram. <laughs> you will not find me on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I have my too own cool. Website. That's why. <laughs> too cool for social media over here. <laughs> it's a personal nah, choice. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm just playing. Just playing. I know why. <laughs> but yeah, you can find me on my website. It's holokahiki tobis dot co. It's h o l o k a h i k i T O V as in Victor E S dot C O and you guys can go ahead. You guys can check it out. It's all my photography things, um, my photography, my content, and like everyday thoughts that I have will be posted there. So come and visit. There we go, and you can subscribe to this podcast on spotify and apple music on oh, apple music apple podcast you can also find it on anchor i just want to thank you guys for listening uh as you can see the three of us run off of vibes a lot and you could tell our our friendship on display here and appreciate y'all listening and uh stay tuned for the next episode we're probably going to do these monthly and we're going to cover every mars luna project from <clears throat> from beginning to present as we lead up to the next big Mars Luna project that we're on. So, so I'll let Mars close us out and we'll see y'all next time. Hope you all enjoyed the first episode of this podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe to ML backstage on Apple podcasts, follow on Spotify and leave a review while you're at it. Once again, the EP that Ed, Ed, and Eddie talked about in this episode is called Genesis by me, Mars Luna. It's out now on Spotify, Apple Music, and check out my These Damn Feelings music video on YouTube. Anything else you want to add, Ethan? I wish I was at the club right now, but other than that, I can't wait for the next episode. Very well then. Thank you all so much for watching, and stay tuned for next month's episode. We're out!